guys, welcome to the Dear You podcast. Um, this is episode three, and today we're going to be talking about all things setbacks. Um, we decided to talk about setbacks mostly because 2020 has just been a year full of setbacks. Um, personally, uh, globally, uh, just 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 the world kind of is going through a lot right now, and I felt like it would be a good idea to talk about how we are getting through this year, how we personally deal with setbacks, and yeah, so let's go ahead and get started. So, 2020, how's it going for you guys? A-okay. Really? How about you, Tere? It could be better, but it could be worse. But I feel like it's just any other year. Really? But with just a lot more worse things. Yeah. I mean, I can see that. But I don't know. I feel like a lot's happened this year. Yeah, like the only difference from like this year compared to like the many other years is that people are more aware now of what's going on in society. You know, there's like movements that are happening. People are realizing like there's a pandemic going on. And like, wow, the world isn't what it seems, is what I used to believe, you know? Like, I think people are becoming more aware. Which I, I think guess it's also what... because it's like the first time it's really affecting America. Or like a lot of Americans, it's like the first time they have to deal with this stuff. Before it would be like yeah. elsewhere and they would kind of just... Wait, what do you mean? Like, I mean, with like the coronavirus pandemic. like oh, It's okay. not like the first pandemic yeah. in the world. But, like, it's the first time that Americans have had to deal with this. Or it feels like one of the first times. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah. Because we kind of tend to just, like, sit in our side of the world and try to avoid what's happening in the rest of the world, you know? So I feel like this is the first time people are actually aware of the shit that's happening. Well, that's debatable. (laughs) Yeah, 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 that's debatable. (laughs) To an extent, people are A little bit more. I guess, like, 2020 has been, like, full of a lot of life-altering events, or it just changed the way that we go about life. Um, Just, like, thinking about the fact that, you know, um, like, throwing a party nowadays, like, it's kind of stressful. I mean, I I haven't personally really thrown a party, so it's kind of, like... Who would come? I mean, like, no, a lot of, like, a lot of people are still doing stuff, like, online. Yeah, it's dumb. It's really sad, like, so many people are still... I don't know they're still throwing parties they're still going about living life like they're going out to bars and clubs and it's just it's interesting because I feel like I I mean I really want sushi I've been craving sushi but like I still won't go out to eat at like a dine-in restaurant because I don't know I just like think it's not um irresponsible like socially irresponsible yeah. of me yeah so yeah, yeah. but I think another reason why, like, 2020 has been a little crazy is because this was the year I was supposed to graduate, and, like, I had a whole idea of how the world was supposed to go, or how my life was supposed to go, and, like, it's it's just been a funny year, because, like, back in January, um, I remember a lot of uh, stuff was happening to me, like, I got flat tires, but, like, it was, like, the worst possible situation at the time, and, like... I remember I uh, 
I left something on the stove and then the fire department came and like all the like this year has just been like one event after another and I remember at the time me being like oh mercury retrograde even though like I don't really believe in that stuff <laughs> like like I don't really understand it to believe in it yeah but yeah like I feel like I personally have just had a lot of stuff go on one after another and then when the coronavirus like the shutdown started it was really uncomfortable did you guys feel the same way i don't know like personally for me i feel like my life changed a lot more in 2019 that's when i had a lot of things going on like you said i graduated i had a knee injury i was trying to find a job i moved to arizona it was like yeah so i i had a lot going on last year so coming into this year I guess I was kind of like at the lowest I had already been anyways so like adding the pandemic to that it was just like eh what else like what else you know (laughs) like it didn't feel like that much worse it's like come at me universe throw what throw it's like how much lower can this go (laughs) yeah like I was like how low can you go (laughs) yeah because I was in like a new state and I still don't really know people here so I was already not like going out much I guess Mm -hmm. the only difference now is that I can't really go out and explore stuff yeah but it's too hot anyways and so like in 2019 when all these things happened at a really quick pace for you because didn't it all happen like in like two months or so for you where you like finished school graduated Uh and then the next thing I knew you were in Arizona no, it, it like, was a little more spread what? out than that. Yeah. Really? When did you move to Arizona? I don't think I ended up moving to like August. Oh, actually, I guess that is like. Wait, two didn't months. you graduate in like. Yeah, I wait, guess that is wait, like. When did two you graduate? Months. Yeah. I don't know. I just remember everything happening pretty fast. Yeah. I don't know. I guess like my whole year was just kind of not great. <laughs> so that's why for mm-hmm. me it felt like really long. Yeah. But, but I mean, like, like you said, you dealt with like a lot of. Uh, well, not setbacks, but there's things that kind of shook up your foundation, like your knee injury, your move, graduating. And I think everything you went through last year, I'm going through this year. Yeah, And yeah. it really feels like life can't get much worse. <laughs> You're moving to point. Arizona, too. I mean, I'm not moving, but <laughs> you like... You should, please. <laughs> This is like a good segue point. How, when all this stuff was happening, how did you deal with it when like life threw random shit at you? <laughs> Crap. <laughs> um, like drinking coffee. <laughs> yeah. Not like, talk to people and like hide away and pretend much. To, that you're okay, even though that you're dying no, on the like, inside. Like see if people like talk to me about stuff, like I'll talk back to them, you know? So I had friends that were going through, like, similar things. So I could, like, when they talked to me about what they were going through, I could talk to them. Mm -hmm. But, yeah, I don't know. I just kind of went with it. (laughs) I was just sad. I don't don't know. How about you, Cindy? How do you deal with it when, like, there's just random shit thrown at you? Like, it could be anywhere from, like, school, life, career, all of that. I mean, at first, I'm just like, okay. And then at some point, you know, I it takes a while for my stress to build up. But when I'm super stressed, I just become really angry and bitter. And 
I kind of go on this self-destruction path and it's not healthy. Yeah. And then I tend to do things that I usually wouldn't do, like be irrational and make decisions based on like how angry I was. Mm-hmm. And like, I just kind of shut down. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But I don't tell people. Usually, I just kind of keep it to myself, which is unhealthy. I mean, everyone goes through stuff in their own way. Some people are more internal and some people are more external. Yeah. Um, how about you, Tere? How would you, how would you say you deal with life when random shit gets thrown at you? In the beginning, I usually just tend to freak out a lot. Mm-hmm. But then I'm like, oh, I'll just push through the pain, you know. I'll just ignore that I'm freaking out and just keep working or keep pushing myself until I break down and I just stop talking to people and just hide away, you know. Like, that's just kind of my mentality. And it wasn't good because after I graduated, I had that mentality for a long time. And I kind of just stopped talking to people and I just yeah. kind of died on my own. So I knew, like, it wasn't... You were MIA for a healthy- while. <laughs> Yeah, I was I was gone for a while. I just stopped talking to people and just stopped really caring about myself in a way. So that's just kind of my process. I'm like I'm like I'm going to ignore the pain. I'm going to hide it and just keep working through it and pretend that I'm okay and happy and then everything will be all right cuz I think that no one will notice. Mm-hmm. But I think people eventually start to notice or I just hope they don't notice. And they don't ask me anything. Or I just don't open up to people. And I just tell them, like, oh, I'm fine. I'm like, you know, I'm dying on the inside, but I'm smiling, like, in a really sarcastic way. Because mm-hmm. I just don't want people to see, like, oh, is she okay? Is she not okay type thing? So that's just kind of how my process is. So, like, all of you guys seem, like, very, um, like, you guys, not grieve, but you guys go through stuff more internally. But, like, yeah. do you guys yeah. feel alone, like, ever when you do stuff by yourself? Like, when you're having to deal with these things by yourself? Um, I don't know. For me, it's like, I like figuring out things for myself first. Mm-hmm. And I don't really like venting to other people if they don't ask me about it. Because I feel like if I'm just talking, like, spewing out all my problems, it's sort of like putting pressure on that other person to add my problems yeah. to their problems. And now they're like, oh, I have to say the right thing or give the right advice. And I don't want to make every anyone, like, feel bad just because I feel bad, you know? Yeah. Yeah, it's, like, another burden that you have to put on people. Like, I'm the same exact way. Like, I don't like telling people about my problems because I know people are also going through their own stuff. Yeah. And I'm like, well, why would I want to add my own problems onto their yeah. already bigger set of problems that they have, you know? So I just tend to not tell people or I just kind of tell them discreetly but I just don't go into it as much I just tell them like oh you know something's n- not okay but I just don't want to tell you the whole thing because I don't want to yeah. add more problems to what yeah, you already have I agree so, yeah. with that so kind of like I... feeling like like burden burden like a burden not yeah burden. you feel burden, like a burden like... to other people but eventually when it gets too much sometimes you can't help it and it just comes out yeah and, and like feel do you worse. guys yeah. feel like that with everyone or just like like do you have any people you don't feel like that with like that you're not a burden i wish i could not feel a burden to people but i think it's with everyone like no matter how close i am to them yeah with you guys i'm like really really close but even then like i know you guys also have your own problems that you're going through so i'm like i don't want to add that i don't want to add my problems to their problems as well 
or like yeah. even just to friends that I have here too I'm just like I don't I don't want to risk well I don't want to risk anything it's just like I just don't want them to know more because mm-hmm. I don't want them to feel bad for me or feel like oh I have to help them now because they have something going on like I'm more of a person that would rather just deal with it alone but I know dealing with it alone isn't gonna help me in the long run because it just makes me go kind of crazy um, yeah I don't know for me I kind of like I feel like if someone asks like I'll talk about it and I won't feel bad like sharing it but that's like if someone asks mm-hmm. if someone doesn't you won't ask, seek out then... people to like go vent to like other yeah. Night. yeah yeah no but I kind of feel like another part of it though for me at least is that I'm not really good at taking advice from other people like usually yeah. when I'm dealing with my problems like I don't want someone to really tell me what to do I just kind of want someone to like ask the right questions and get me and get me to like find my own path or yeah. someone to reassure me that I'm making the right decisions you know but I yeah. feel like most people are just like oh like you have this issue do this and this and this and that that's not what I want to do you know yeah I agree with you on that yeah so that that's why I usually just try to figure out figure it out on my own I mean all of us are like I would say all of us are pretty independent mm-hmm. people to begin with and like even I I think I'm very different with how I deal with tough things because like I wouldn't say I'm vocal but I'm not quiet either like I feel like um I have to tell people because people just innately think that I'm not doing okay. And so I feel like if I don't let people in and let them know that I'm not, like, I'm not, like, dying, <laughs> like, I'm all right. I, but at the same time, like, I, I think there's, like, when I'm going through tough things, I kind of have, like, two things happening, like, an external thing and then an internal thing. So as you guys know, like, earlier, like, what, in June, I broke my leg. And I remember for, like, the first week, I was, like, pretty fine like I felt like I was pretty fine and I felt really like oh it's all right it's all right like I guess kept telling myself it's all right you know I thought I got to a point where I could deal with like a setback pretty well I think like two or three weeks in like it or like not even two or three weeks in like in one like the end of the first week I realized like oh like this isn't easy (laughs) like it was really hard for me because I I do everything like I'm Like, you know, I've just gotten so used to taking care of myself. So, like, having to ask people for help was, like, really hard. Even though I thought I would be okay asking people for help. I felt bad if, like, well, Tere came to visit me a few times. And I genuinely felt bad, like, that she had to drive down to see me. I think for me, it's, like, when I go through um, tough stuff, it's, like, this weird mixture of, like, people want to see me sad. I feel like people want to see me sad. But at the same time, like, I'm working so hard internally not to be sad. Does that make sense? Yeah, I see. Yeah, Yeah, and so, like, I feel like I give people, like, what they want, and I'm like, yeah, life sucks, man, you know? But then internally, I'm, like, working super hard to get, like, like, my mind together. And I remember for, like, the first month, like, 
I was just like, oh, like, I'm fine, I'm fine. And, like, each day I'd wake up and I'd say I'm fine. But by the end of each day, I was like, I'm not fine. And then, like, I remember there was this day where, like, I just had, like, an ultimate breakdown. And I was just like, why am I doing any of this? Why am I attempting to wake up at five? Why am I doing all this crap when, like, life sucks? I don't have a job. Like, you know, like, it was just, like, ultimate breakdown. And kind of similar to what you guys were saying about how, you kind of just keep saying you're all right, you're all right. Like, I didn't think I did that, but I guess I do. And I didn't know that till, like, last month where, like, I kept saying I was okay every day, but then each day I was, like, not actually feeling well. And then, like, one day I just kind of burst and I was like, oh, wow, I didn't know you weren't doing well, Nikki. Like, yeah. <laughs> so, like, yeah. I don't know. I, I I thought I was better at dealing with bad stuff, but I guess I wasn't. I think I've had issues like that too where but for me it's more of um struggling to identify how I feel so I'm not quite sure and I don't realize I felt that way until like I remove myself from the situation or weeks or days later or sometimes even years later <laughs> and then I realize oh I was struggling with that so I don't know I think feelings are really complicated and I, I can't say it. I understand it. Yeah. I think another thing that's, like, really important, like, what I learned this year was, like, um, well, I was also kind of at that point where I was, like, avoiding feelings. Like, I was just trying to avoid the negative feeling. I think, like, to d- this year was a lesson of, like, there's, o- like, you can only go through the things, like, the bad stuff. You can only go through them. Like, you really can't skirt around them, like, as much as you want to. And, like... I mean, I wasn't even planning on walking this year, but when, like, graduation got canceled, like, I just felt, like, kind of sad because, like, you know, like, I think when things don't really go your way, even if you weren't, like, planning, I don't how do I say this? Well, like, none of you guys graduated this year, but, so it would be, like, I almost I know, did. I'm trying to think of, like, a better example. <laughs> um, like, you just have, like, in the option open, yeah. right? And, like, I felt like this year all the options were taken away. Yeah. And that was yeah. hard because, like, at one moment, like, the world was my oyster. And then the next moment, mm-hmm. like, I mean, not just me, but, like, the people that I was closest to, they're all, like, you know, everyone's stuck at home. Everyone's, like, financially stressed. And, like, as much as you want to tell people, like, oh, you're going to be all right, like, that doesn't help anyone. Yeah. I mm-hmm. guess, how can you, like, be there for someone who's struggling? Like, especially you guys like you guys are very internal and I know I always have a hard time when you guys are going through things like I don't know how to be there for you guys because you know I deal with stuff differently so how would like when you guys are going through something what's the best way someone can show up for you (laughs) okay so this kind of sucks but like I like having in-person conversations (laughs) which you know it's it's not possible right now so r.i.p me But I feel like what helps me the most is just, like, having someone there to talk to. And, um, I don't know, just someone that's, like, listening and, like, asking questions and just being there for you. Not necessarily, like, feeling forced to, like, be there, give you advice, but I don't know. I guess just having someone to rely on. Like, not someone who's trying to, like, fast-pace your recovery yeah yeah how about you Tere? I think just someone who acknowledges or 
Wiley sees that I'm not okay. Even though it's kind of hard for me, for, well, I don't know, maybe people can tell that I'm not okay or I'm going through something, but, or maybe I sometimes can't even notice it with people, but if they notice or if they see that I'm not okay and they acknowledge it, then like that would be fine for me. Like at least they know that I'm not okay and like they know that they should like they can give me some space until I'm ready to open up because like it takes me a while to to actually tell people what I'm what's going on with me because like like I said I don't want to have that burden so I just think that just noticing or just saying like hey are you okay and if they if they kind of like act squirmy about it or they just or they're just trying to deflect the question and then then that's how you probably know like maybe they're not okay I should just try to be there for them as much as I can and like comfort them in a way or just like you know give them their space until they're ready to open because like if someone just comes to me and say like oh I'm gonna help you with this and that I'm like I don't want you to help me I don't want your advice just give me time to at yeah. least be able to open up because eventually you'll open up or like eventually I also open up so I think it's just like learning for people to know how to give space and like understanding um if the person needs help mm-hmm. how about um, you Cindy probably like what Alma said about having somebody give you advice but like not give you advice but like help you towards solving the problem on my own and mm-hmm in person or like just hearing not in person but just hearing um a voice kind of talk to you instead of disembodied text i don't know i mean i don't mind texting either but like sometimes it's it's harder yeah it's harder um but just having somebody listen to you i think is the most important and then not having somebody kind of like force you to open up like what Dada said (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Like, it's like we don't like pushy people. You know, like when they push in and they say, "Are you okay? Are you okay?" Like, <laughs> yeah. like I'm not yeah. okay, like, no, but I'm I don't, okay. I don't, Stop I don't want to talk about it right now. Because sometimes yeah. you can't. You need to like reevaluate the situation and mm-hmm. think about your position and like, um, not necessarily who's at fault, but what's the cause of the problem and how to get to the bottom of it and kind of find a solution within yourself and. I think the solution is within yourself most of the time. Like, you know deep down what you want. But sometimes you need that help from the outside. So that's where, like, having Mm -hmm. close people helps. Yeah. I think, like, for me, when, like, I'm struggling, I, I hate it. I hate it when people go, like, either way. When they try to be too optimistic or if they try to be, like, too depressing. Like, I mean, I especially hate, like, depressing people because it's, like, I'm already going through shit. Like, stop telling me how bad the world is because, like, you know, like, I already know, you know? But then, like, I think it's also really hard when you're going through a tough spot, like, whatever it is you're going through, and then people, like, kind of bombard you with optimism. I think that's where sometimes, like, I hate going, like, I think that's where sometimes the being in person thing also comes into play for me because like if you're like actually there with someone you won't like <laughs> you won't just like toss random optimistic quotes at them you know yeah yeah like I mean I'm a, I'm a pretty optimistic person you know like I, I believe in the world and all that crap mm-hmm. I I think like before I would be like overly optimistic and that would hurt me a lot because 
that's not actually how I felt. My brain would be saying one thing, but like, I wouldn't actually be feeling that way. I also realize like I have a really hard time when like people around me are going through tough things. I think like my personality innately like wants to solve problems. It's just like wants to make sure everything's all right. And so when like people around me are going through stuff, like what's really hard for me is like I get very empathetic. Like if you're sad and I know you're sad, I'll also feel sad for you. And like I mean, I don't want to tell people that a lot because then they don't want to tell me stuff because they're like, oh, Nikki's going to get sad. Mm-hmm. It's just like, I mean, it's like everything. Like, I can watch a movie and I'll cry because they're like, oh, my gosh, like, Spider-Man's <laughs> uncle died. Like, even though I've watched the movie like 30 times, I'll be like, holy shit, that's so sad. But like, just like that, like, in life, if people around me are going through stuff or if they're having a tough time and like, like financially or like anything, like, I... I feel like I have to be there for them because I, like, don't want them to feel alone. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, recently, like, I mean, just with you guys, interacting with you guys, I've learned more to be there, but, like, also, like, calm it. I don't know how to say it. Like, Like, tone it down with, like, the optimism and, like stuff like that because like the three of us can get pretty depressing like really really pessimistic sometimes or like i'm sometimes like both like i'm either extremely pessimistic i'm like oh my god i hate the world the world every sentence you say ends with us dying somehow yeah (laughs) i'm either super optimistic or like no i believe in the world we can change it we all just gotta believe you know i think that's kind of like where I'm really bad at giving advice sometimes to people because I'm, I'm wishy-washy. Like, I don't know how I can help people because sometimes I can be both ways. And I'm like, I know people don't want the negative side of life or some people don't want to be super positive in, in life right now. So. I mean, the funny thing is I feel like people are never satisfied no matter which side you're on. Like, let's say you go to someone yeah. who's, like, really sad, right? And then you're like, yeah, yeah, dude, the world sucks. Your life sucks. And then I feel like they kind of switch it on you and they're like, it's actually not that bad. Like, I, you, you know, like, so, like, I've learned to do that with people sometimes where I just go along with their emotions and then they're like, oh, no, it's the other way around. So if they're really happy and then you're like, yeah, yeah, dude, the world's great. You're like, actually, it's not all that great. And then they like, like, I feel like sometimes you just have to like go along with however people are feeling. And then they like, they reflect on themselves instead of like you telling them like, oh, life isn't good. Be sad. Or like, life isn't bad. Be happy. I think that's actually like a counseling technique where you're told they're told to mirror you. Near their oh patients. really? Yeah, um, I was told that because I talked about how I mirrored people sometimes, mm-hmm. and then my counselor told me, "Oh, that's actually like a technique." I don't know if I remembered wrong, but that's from what I remember, which I find interesting. So you're kind of like why does a it help? Like, does it just make <laughs> them feel like similar? Like, um, no, I feel like it's more, um. It's like talking to yourself, but now you sort of have someone else to, like, pull those thoughts out for you. Yeah. So when you're thinking in your head, you might, like, skip over some parts. But when you're hearing someone else saying it, you kind of have more time to analyze that and be like, oh, but, like, if we're talking about this, there's, like, this gap here and this gap here. And that's, Mm -hmm. like, that's something that I can, something good I can focus on, you know? Yeah. 
Yeah, and I think you can also just start to notice the flaws that you start to have with what you're starting to feel. Like, oh wait, maybe I shouldn't be feeling like this. I, I can feel something else for some other problem that's going on once you I think like that's where like the whole optimism thing comes in where it's like sometimes when you're overly optimistic you're just avoiding feelings and that's not healthy either that's like I would say that's way worse than just being sad because you're sad and like I think that's something that we don't actually learn (laughs) we're just kind of like oh I have to be happy but you don't actually process your emotions and then that also has its own um, problems in the future when you kind of just don't deal with anything. You remember that book? The I think it's the Daring Great... Like, to Dare lead to Lead something? Dare to Lead. Dare yeah. to Lead. Yeah, yeah so that one Brene had, Brown. like... Yeah, I think that, that one had a quote about, like, the Holocaust. And it was, like, the people who basically didn't make it to the end were people who were, like, who said, like, I don't know, like, they'd be, like, oh, this, this is gonna end, like, on Valentine's Day, like, that's when we're gonna be free, and mm-hmm. then, like, Valentine's Day would pass, and they wouldn't this be free. really dark, get... no, okay. <laughs> I have like... to say that, it's really dark. <laughs> but, like, it would pass, and then they'd be sad that they weren't free, and then yeah. they'd be, like, okay, like, definitely, like, by, like, Christmas, or, like, by the end of the year, like, we're gonna be free, and, like, every time that they, like, build, build it up to that moment, and it didn't happen, it really, like, break them down, whereas the people that did make it through that were, like, were more people that were, like, oh, like, I don't know when we're gonna get out, but I know we're gonna make it through it eventually, so they didn't set any, like, specific dates that would break them down, basically. Oh, yeah, no, I get that. Too much expectations. Yeah, if you have no expectations, you can't be disappointed. (laughs) No, it's it's not not having any expectations. (laughs) I think it's just kind of like hoping that... Hoping that at the end, everything's gonna work out. Like, blind hope versus, like, hope but with reality. Yeah. Like, it's it's yeah. not like... No, I get that. Yeah, like, not like I'm going to have a job by next month, but, like, I'm I'm going to get a job eventually, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I think yeah. that's what, like, 2020 has been for me, is, like, a bunch of eventually it's going to happen. And, like, I think for me, like, I've had to learn a lot of just how I grieve. So, like, I think that's where... um. I think that's where I've gotten better at grieving, where now it's, like, I'm not just, like, blindly optimistic. Because before, like, I think throughout high school, I was just, like, it's gonna happen, you know? Like, and I felt kind of, like, crazy 90% of the time. And then when it didn't happen, I would just feel, like, really let down. Versus, like, now, I think, like, I've gotten better at, like, acknowledging setbacks. And I think that's really important, is that, like, life is always gonna have setbacks. And you can't just think that bad things aren't gonna happen it's more like oh okay bad things will happen but how can we move past them and when I was able to start visualizing like it like that it was a lot more easier for me to deal with like rough patches like losing a job or like I know just like when bad things happen you know I know like there's this one I don't I don't remember where I heard it but I like it was this one like 
method. I think it was some girl that broke up with her boyfriend or something, and she was like talking about it. But she kind of put out this method that she used, where she was literally like, "Oh, like if you're sad," and I know like a lot of us like you know we're sad, but the world doesn't stop there, you know. And I personally have a really hard time when like when I'm going through things emotionally, it's like almost physically impossible for me to function. Whereas like. People around me, like I feel like they keep going on with their lives, and I'm just like, "How are you doing yeah. this?" I remember her saying like this thing where she was just like, "If you are sad, like literally set an alarm for like however much time you need to to like whine and cry and like whatever, and then like give yourself like that thirty minutes, that hour to just like." Like get it out, like just shit on your life, and then when the timer is up, like go back to like living life. For someone like me who like can get really drawn into like the bad spells of life, I found that tip really helpful because then it just forced me like, hey, like bad stuff happened, but you got to keep living life. So yeah, yeah, that's interesting. You know, just for like a couple moments or like a day or maybe a couple hours in your life, you just. Let out all your anger and frustration, and then you know just go back to working through life and working through your problems until you become a better person. That's kind of interesting. Yeah, I like because I think that. a lot of us can get like dwelled <sighs> into it. Yeah, like I feel like sometimes like when I go to like that kind of happens. Like a year ago, it was kind of happening to me, where I would just like kind of dwell in like all the terrible things in life and just like a lot of things that I was going through. So I'm like. I would go through it every day and like I wouldn't just live life I just like deal with it and then sleep or not sleep and it was just really bad so I think following that tip you know like once a week or like you know once a month just like grieve and feel your anger and your emotions I mean I had to do it like once a day I'm not even gonna lie <laughs> yeah like even once yeah. a day like I think that could help you a lot because Instead of, like, holding everything in, you know? Because it could get pretty bad when you hold, like, all your emotions and all your anger and frustrations in. But once you let yourself, like, let it all out for, like, a day or two, then, like, I feel like you just become better. And then you realize, like, okay, I can't be like this forever. So yeah. I'm going to try to make myself a better person. So I think that's a nice little challenge to try, honestly. Like, because yeah. I, th I think it'd be pretty cool to see how much I can improve as well, like, just letting go of like little things like that that's going on in the world and just deal with it, process it, and then move on move with forward. it. Because I can't, yeah. you can't, yeah, you can't just hold it in for the rest of your life because it's just going to slow you down way more than you should. And that's not how life should be, you know, like having grudges and anger and frustration towards the world and people. Cindy, you said you tried it out, right? So how did that work for you? It didn't really work out. I mean... I realize you can't schedule in sad moments and like schedule in like this is the time to be happy because <laughs> somehow I mean it's like, not like yeah. scheduling in that's sadness. How, that's how yeah that's how I was doing it. Um, that's okay. why I said yeah. It's more it like that's how it works. <laughs> Instead of avoiding your feelings, like actually take time to deal with them for like fifteen minutes, and then like life keeps moving. You st still have to go to work. You still have to go to school. You still have responsibilities. So like. For some people, like, in the past, I know when bad stuff happened, I would be in bed, like, the whole day and just, like, avoid the world, not do any homework, like, not talk to anyone. But, like, as you get older, you can't exactly do that. You still need to go to work, you know? You need to still show up to things. And so, like, no, of course not. Like, you can't schedule the time you, ha you like, 
you want to be sad and schedule <laughs> I mean, when you want to be happy. I, I really tried. <laughs> I I thought like, you know, that that seems kind of effective if you can schedule everything else. <laughs> Not that I live by like a strict schedule, but yeah. yeah. I think that's what was happening. I think that was what was happening to me like about a year ago when like around March or February like I was going through some really weird stuff and then like I think the way that I dealt with it is like I let myself feel those emotions like let me like I let myself cry and let me be sad a couple out for a couple hours and then I'd go to school and like function like a normal person and then come back and like keep dealing with that but I think it kind of worked to an extent because at times in class I just I still wasn't paying attention like I was still letting those feelings get to me in class but like I think that's where like the anxiety came in sometimes where like I let myself feel all that and then I'm like okay I have to go back to being a normal functioning human so I have to go to class I have to do my homework and do all this and then after that I just like crash really hardly because like I I I'd still feel all that after that. So. I think another thing is like different things impact people differently. Like that yeah. was something that I had to learn cuz like something that's not a big deal for me for someone else it could be something that like really affects their like energy levels and like their mindset. And like yeah. just because yeah. something isn't a setback to you doesn't mean like it might not feel like that mm-hmm. for them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think, like, the important thing is, like, once again, like, like, yeah, you can't schedule your feelings o'clock. You can't exactly do that. I wish. I wish. I know. Like, I mean, yeah, of course we all wish to, like, just, you know, one to two, I'm going to be sad and the rest of the day I'm going to be happy. (laughs) But, like, I think the, the point is that you do need to take time to acknowledge how you're feeling. Like, avoiding it only gets us so far. And, like, yeah, I think all true. of us have been in a place, like, kind of what Cindy said, like, oh, don't have expectations. It's really easy to say that, but when it comes to life, like, life is full of expectations. Like, I expected to have a job. I expected to be, like, making money this summer, you know? Like, but then, like, you also have to be aware that your expectations, like, they can't always get fulfilled. And when that happens, like, that's not the end of the world. So I think it's really important to be, like, compassionate to yourself when stuff goes bad instead of, like, shitting on yourself and, like, thinking you're, like, a horrible person or something because, like, that's not, like, something, like, externally happening does not, like, it should not change how you view yourself as a person, you know? Yeah. And, like, I think a lot of people get, like, they they get really, really, really um taken. <laughs> I, like, I don't even know how else to say it, like... Like, when something bad happens, like, they are just gone, and then they disappear for a few months, and then, like, it's, like, it shouldn't be like that. Like, if you're going through something hard, like, it shouldn't be the end of the world, though. And, like, I mean, of course, there's different things that people can go through. This doesn't apply to everything. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, but, like, you know, like, the more minor things, like, the regular things in life, like, like obviously evaluate this for what's happening in your own life, you know. Like, just, yeah, like, be nice to yourself. Like, don't don't shit on yourself all the time. Because, like, you're better than that. Love yourself. Ooh. Hashtag love yourself, Ooh. guys. A lot harder than it sounds. <laughs> yeah, it is. It is. But instead of loving yourself, just be nice to yourself. Yeah, like, it's a process, you know? Life is a process. It just, 
it takes time to improve yourself like that like compared to how I've been in the past couple of years like this has probably been like my best year mentally and like in a since forever yeah because like I'm finally acknowledging how I'm feeling and I'm acknowledging that I have help and I have friends who are willing to help so you know like if you're ever in that situation where like you know I'm never gonna get better I'm never gonna get the help I need like know that eventually it does get better and it's all a process like it took me a good year to finally well a year ago from what happened to now like I've improved so much well I think I've improved a lot more and I feel like it's helped me a lot to understand like the world isn't gonna end because of what happened you're gonna get better it all gets better and it's just a process and it takes time like even though there are days where like you just don't want to keep going and just like life has gotten in the way you know just take it one step at a time and you'll eventually be at a good place where you want to be in life yeah like I think that kind of sets a good note where it's like the things that you're feeling might seem like forever but they really aren't like just like every other emotion this feeling will also pass but you do have to give it time and like the things with setbacks it's like there's literally nothing you can do other than wait it out and like keep living life instead of like sitting there and just like I mean like yeah cry go ahead and cry like that's that's good in some in in your own way you have to give things time and I think that's what I learned this year like when I when I broke my leg like I instantly tried to make everything better I was like oh I can do this I can do that like I'll be fine you know (laughs) like I was really just trying to make it better but then by the end of the second month of like not being able to walk like I think what I had to learn was you you can't force yourself like to get out of like a slump like you gotta be you gotta like take time like take compassion and it's like that applies to everything in life like any new habit that you're trying to build, like, it applies also to setbacks. You need to give it time. Yeah, I was trying to figure it out right now, but I think for me, I'm honestly pretty good about, like, if something happens, like, realizing it's, like, like, I don't, like, I know I'm sad. I let myself be sad, you know? Mm -hmm. Even if I might not show it to other people, like, I can be productive during the day and then, like, be sad in the afternoon and then be productive at night. Yeah. So, I guess, like, with that aspect, like, I'm good at that. But for me, like... All my schedules it in. <laughs> <laughs> no, but, like, superpowers. my, like, main issue is that when anything happens to me that's, like, a mistake to me, I don't really know how to, like, set things apart. So, if I make like a small mistake at work and I make like a big mistake like at work or if I like if I make someone feel bad like those are all on the same scale to me those are all like yeah I did I did a super bad thing like what am I gonna do to fix it and I'm like freaking out for a long time so like Mm -hmm. I guess what I'm trying to say is every bad thing I do is all like the worst thing I could do so I'm not good at like setting things apart if that makes sense. Oh, I, I never knew you felt like that because I, I also always felt like that. Like, if I messed up at work or if I, yeah. like, hurt someone's feelings, I would come home and I'd feel like the worst person ever. Yeah. But I think that's kind of where, like, I think one of the things we all need to learn is just being kinder to ourselves and saying, like, hey, like, we mess up. Like, I mess up. And even with, like, relationships and people, as much as we don't want to hurt others, like, it's almost impossible not to sometimes. 
And, like, I think it's just more important to just just be, like, understanding to yourself. I mean, if, like, if you do mess up in life, would you really want to be around, be in an environment when, like, they're just like, what the fuck, you messed up, that's it, you're out, (laughs) you know? Yeah, I mean, I can relate to, like, I, I feel the same way, but I... I would go and like rewind the situation in my head and like all the possible different outcomes. Like a million like, times? Yes, yeah. until like I find a, a, like the best outcome possible and then I said, oh, okay, um, next time I can employ that or I should have said that to this person, you know? I mean, that's good though yeah. that at least you like reflect on it and figure out the next move. I A lot of me is just like freaking out <laughs> for like a day or two until I forget about it. I mean, I, that's Same. like my way of freaking out. <laughs> But, like, do you think we can actually get better at dealing with setbacks? Like, is that, like, how does one get better at dealing with bad stuff happening? I don't know. I want to believe that people can overcome that. But then there's also, like, people may never overcome their setbacks, you know? It's kind of, like, a weird balance of things. Like, eventually I may get better or maybe I'll just keep going back to the same old habits. Because... In the end, you know, people can change. But how many people actually put work on it? I don't know. Like, that's also that's yeah, that's also the other thing. Like how, yeah. much, how much work are people willing to put into changing themselves? Like so I'm kinda watching House right now and it's kinda <laughs> um, like if if you've seen the show, you can kinda uh see how the character is like he's a really stubborn, egoistic guy. And, you know, he's a drug addict as well, but as much as he's trying so hard to like stay off the the Vicodin, trying to change his relationship with people, it seems like he's never going to improve, and that's why he's still cynical and acts mean towards his coworkers and his friends because <laughs> yeah. like he believes that he'll never change. But I can see because like I've seen this is like the second time that I've seen the show. Like <laughs> if he's willing to put in the effort, you know, to like acknowledge his friend, like hey, you this is a good idea, good job, you know, like he could become a better person, but obviously he's not putting in the work because right now his relationship's going way down right now in like season six so spoilers yeah that's I mean, what I mean, yeah, yeah. Yeah. spoiler alert yeah SMH. that's what i think. i think like recently what i realized is i mean as I, i'm getting older I'm, i wouldn't consider myself like a full-blown adult yet but i do like i'm at like the brink of adulthood it's the beginning and like huh it's the beginning of adulthood. Yeah, like, I'm, like, almost there. But I'm realizing, like, people never reflect, like, or, like, very few people actually sit down and, like, reflect on their life and reflect on how they deal with shit. And that's why I thought it was cool, Cindy, that, like, you actually reflect on what happened. Like, I mean, to a degree, like, don't go crazy and, like, <laughs> keep playing it again and again. But, like, the whole reflection process, like, nobody actually reflects on the fact, like, how they're doing stuff and how they're dealing with stuff. And so, like, each time, like they're like bad stuff happened and they're like oh i gotta get out of this i gotta get out of this and then they're out and then they kind of just forget that bad stuff ever happened and the next time something bad happened they like do the same things like the same habits like i don't know for someone like me like i used to like binge eat a lot like whenever i got stressed but like as i become more and more aware of the things that i do when i'm in like a bad place like the next time it comes wrong i'll be like oh like okay, like, I'm only, like, I'm, like, I'm getting food cravings because I'm, like, stressed out or I feel like I'm in a bad place. But, like, I do think people can get way better at dealing with setbacks. Just like anything in life, I think it's a learning process. But very few people do. 
And, like, yeah. I realize we're not much far off than adults sometimes because, like, I see, like, <laughs> adults around me and, like, how they deal with stuff. And, like, like sometimes I'm, like, sitting there and I'm, like, like you know how they want, like, adults always want to give you advice? Like, yeah. like and you're supposed <laughs> to want to take it. But then I'm, like, that doesn't really sound smart, you know? <laughs> like, yeah. like, a lot of adults even, like, have told me, like, Nikki, just, like, if you have emotions, you just, like, ignore it and keep going. <laughs> and I'm, like... Wait, what? <laughs> and I'll be sitting there being like, wait, but I, I can't ignore it. Like, I don't feel well. <laughs> like, you know? Yeah. <laughs> but, like, you know, like, I see, like, adults. And, I mean, as a kid, we always think adults have all the answers. I mean, I felt like adults always had the answers. But, like, as we get older, I realize, like, I mean, not just, like, adults, but, like, people in general don't actually spend time on, like, figuring shit out. They just try to live life and then they get to, like, like I don't know 40 50 years old and then that's when they realize that they actually haven't taken the time to figure shit out so I think like it's pretty cool that we're taking time to think about these questions basically yeah Yeah. I I don't want to be middle-aged and like going off to buy a Ferrari (laughs) (laughs) like for us being so young we're yet we we're so wise to an extent into understanding how we feel. I mean, we're not wise, <laughs> really. It's like the first step. Why? Yeah, it's yeah. like we're I acknowledging think... the first step of this process, you know? Like, we're not waiting until, like, we're 50 to have a midlife crisis and, like, holy cow, I've never, I never... I never dealt with these things that I should have dealt with, like, many years ago, you know? At least yeah. it's the first step, you know? So that's, that's good. But, like, it's so sad to see people, like, that are, like, way older than me and they're still, like figuring shit out and I'm like but you were like what happened to your 30 40 years of life you know like yeah like take time but like like you gotta start like sooner than never you know or what is the phrase never than sooner never than later yeah sooner what? never than la- wait better sooner late better than, than never. later yeah better, better, late, better than late than never, than never. <laughs> I don't know but that phrase like I mean wherever you are in life it's like it's good to get started than like wait and wait and just think that things will get figured out because I mean if I've learned anything in life is that it's active stuff that you gotta do Alma okay so I feel like this is kind of hard for people because when you go through something bad or just anything hard you don't really want to like once you're done with it you don't want to put yourself in that mindset that you were at before Because you're like, oh, I finally got past that, so why am I going to get sad by thinking about it? So I think think that's really why so many people haven't figured it out. And yeah, yeah, acknowledgement is really, like, the key thing when to get better at dealing with things, we have to acknowledge what what we did when we were feeling bad. And And I don't know, maybe just find the... Yeah, find the patterns and see if there's any way to, like, I don't know. It's kind of like problem solving, but, like, nobody mm-hmm. wants to solve the problem known as yes. ourselves. <laughs> it's a hard, it's a hard problem Like, I mean, of course, do. like, w- when I started stressing out, I didn't want to think, like, oh, like, no, of course I don't want to be, like, oh, I did something bad. Like, you know, they would rather, I, I, I know, like, a lot of the times I just kind of, like, I mean, I've acknowledged that, like, when I get stressed out, like, I binge eat, right? But then, like, if someone else, like, if I'm going through something bad and someone's like, are you sure you want to eat that? Like, I will get so mad at them. I'll be like, what What the fuck? <laughs> you know? So, like, I think yeah. when you're actually, like, going through stuff, like, 
it's a personal journey. Like, you really do have to do it by yourself. Like, no one can help you do this because, yeah, like... at the end, it's just you. It, it ruins yeah. relationships sometimes. If, like, people, like... Like, you want people to help you, but you actually don't because then they'll just make you feel bad. Yeah, and it's kind of overwhelming. This is literally like house. I, but I yeah, like, what you said, this. Alma, like, that's pretty cool. Like, they're not cool, but, like, it sucks because, yeah, you don't want to think about the bad stuff that happened in life, but the only way yeah. you're going to get better is by... I mean, like, not dwelling on them, but thinking about them and, like, reviewing them in a way, you know? Yeah. Do you guys have anything else to say before we wrap this up? No. I guess at the end of the day, it's all a process. It takes time. You may cry, but you will be better. Yeah. And there's no right way to grieve, I guess. Yeah, there's no right way. There's definitely yeah. wrong ways to grieve, though. <laughs> for for every setback, there's also, like, good surprises. Yeah. yeah. I mean, like, when I was That's reviewing not this year... True, Let's not give people false hope. Well, no, like, when I was reviewing this year, like, I was thinking about, like, all the shit that happened. And then, like, if you really think about it, like, I always found, like, something good come out of it. I was thinking about how, like, if I was working at my job that I had gotten... Like, I don't think I would have actually been happy. Just, like, little things where it's, like, oh, like, in the moment, you can't realize it. But, like, I know this is, like, too optimistic. But, like, just believe that, like, it's going to be all right. And then just keep, like, moving forward. Because, I mean, if the if the coronavirus thing didn't happen, we would have never had time to catch up. Like, I don't think we would have ever actually, like, really put that attempt in. Because, I mean, like, we would talk, but, like... Uh, I mean, I didn't, not not all four of us, like... Yeah, maybe individually, definitely not all four of us. Yeah, like, before, like, yeah, I would, like... I talk to all of you individually pretty often. Yeah. I don't know, though, because for me, like, I don't, like, right now, even looking back at things from 2019 that happened, yeah, there's some good stuff that came out of certain things, but, like, there's something that, things that happen, and it's, like they still suck like they just yeah. happened and I didn't get anything from it so I don't think it's good to say that I don't know I feel like some people are like oh everything happens for a reason and it's like well no no it doesn't but you still have to learn to like move past it yeah like I mean if like well like not everything happens for a reason but also at the same time that I don't know how I would phrase it like yeah not everything like has something good come out of it but like you do yeah you do still need to like keep living life and like you will find something good eventually you know yeah if that makes sense but if you sit and you dwell on the bad stuff you're never actually going to get to the good stuff yeah yeah like that's kind of what I mean like you're always going to get to the good stuff again you just have to keep moving forward well who knows Eventually, hopefully. I mean, I'm I'm sorry if your life is actually just really sad. But then, like, I just want to give you a hug. (laughs) Like, that's how I feel when people are going through tough things. I just want to hug them. My dog will give you a hug too, Pletus. He believes in everyone. At the end of the day, we all die anyway. That's true. Nothing matters. Nothing matters. Yo, you guys. (laughs) (laughs) No. The world is a mess. Yeah. We all have things expiration dates. I mean, you don't yeah, know. that's why things <laughs> matter because we're going to all die at one point. It's like, surprise. So, no, this is a whole other topic. But, like, <laughs> no. See? 
think it matter because we're gonna die. It's optimistic or all pessimistic. It's okay that it can it's cut like down. You guys are all fucking pessimistic. I can't do this. What's happening? Everyone's talking at the same time. No, I okay, okay. I guess yeah, that it could cut that out. No, it's but, good stuff. I I need I need this stuff. But yeah. But so. I guess like um yeah, so I don't I don't agree with like um everything happens for a reason. But I think people should be should like realize that when when you look back at things after a good time has passed, whatever thing that happened that was bad, it's probably going to be like an insignificant part of your life. Yeah. Like, you're gonna move on at That's some point. That's true, yeah. You know, well, so there's no, what like... It is. I guess, like, for me, like, I'm more of, like, a... F- I, like, practice gratitude a lot. Because, like, I uh, felt like I was so pessimistic for a while. So, like, I try to, like, find good stuff in my life so I don't think everything's shitty. So, like, when bad stuff happened, like, I try to, like... I mean, I guess it wouldn't work for everyone, but for me, personally, like, I try to find something good from it. I don't know. Like, it just makes me continue to believe in a way and like for me specifically that's important because I feel like if I stop believing I won't want to do anything (laughs) you know like if I actually believe like nothing matters we all die at the end of the day like I wouldn't I wouldn't be able to function I know but I wouldn't be able to function and like I personally would be like okay then why am I doing any of this you know I don't want to, like, live life with regrets. I think that's why a big reason, like, I do the whole gratitude stuff. Like, and most of the time, at the end of the day, it's like, oh, I'm just happy to have my dog. <laughs> like, that's, like, yeah. 90% of the day, it's like, I'm so happy I got to go on a walk with my dog. I do think, like, sometimes when you're in the rough of things, you can still find gratitude. Like, even if it's just, like, oh, like, I got to eat dinner with my family. Like, those are little things that, like, when you don't have it around, like, you're you know, you'll miss. Yeah, like, not all bad things have some good outcome, but I do think you can practice gratitude when you're in the midst of bad things to kind of ease the blow in a way. I don't know. That's how I feel. Yeah. No, that makes sense. Like, try to refocus on something positive. Yeah. Whether that's, like, your dog or a sandwich. Maybe something you accomplished not too long ago. (laughs) Cake. A good meal. Yeah, a really good sandwich. <laughs> Cake for dinner. Yeah, like, I think it's like, yeah, it's like refocusing it. But that doesn't disvalue that you're going through a bad point. But it does also show you like, hey, bad stuff is happening. But you're all right. You're doing all Very right, true. man. Yeah. Um, so I guess we're going to wrap this episode up here. Um, we've talked a lot about setbacks, how we've gone through this year, how we deal with life when random shit gets thrown at you, um, how we all have our own methods of, uh, like grieving and going through stuff and also how to be there for people when they're going through things. And I think some important things to remember here are just that setbacks they're a regular part of life and just be kind to yourself and just like keep moving forward and I hope that you know if any of you guys are going through anything rough like you were able to find some any piece of advice in today's episode that makes you feel a little less alone so if you were able to relate to any part of this episode we'd love to hear um, your input so go ahead and head on over to our instagram page at dear you the podcast and comment on our pictures Woo. Woo. so thanks for tuning in guys
episode is an original Pluto production. Art is by Cindyana. Audio editing is done by Teresa Horace. Production is done by Nikita Sakamori and Alma Santiago. Thanks for listening, and don't forget, Dear You is here for you. Till next time. <laughs>